You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Newstalk ZB. Newstalk ZB. Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Friday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Thursday. Um, and youth mental health is still not being resourced the way that it was promised to be. Uh, uh. Makes me mad. It's my my mad sound. Uh, the gang situation completely out of control. Obviously, uh, fuel prices still a mystery. How they work, and uh, Marcus has some mysterious crumpet advice to finish off with. Uh, to begin with, though, ah, uh, we're in recession. Okay. We now have one of the world's worst first quarter results, right? And I'm talking about the developed world here. We have the seventh worst, actually. We share that spot. It's equal. It's shared with Greece. Now, by the way, did you recognize the line that I used before? The countries that we commonly compare ourselves to. You might have, because that's Grant Robertson's line. That is the line that he kept using using during COVID to tell voters that everything was fine. It might have been tough here, he was saying, but it was tougher in the countries that we commonly compare ourselves to. In March 2019, he told us the government is steady and solid and outperforming the economies that we would normally compare ourselves to. When the books were projected back in December 2020 to be heading back to surplus sooner than expected, he told us New Zealand's economy was outperforming the regions that we compare ourselves to. When we had the big economic fall three months ago, he told us that annually we were still doing better than most of the countries we compare ourselves to. And even last month, speaking about our debt, which is now 10 times bigger than it was just a few years ago, Grant said it was okay because it continues to compare well to the countries that we often compare ourselves to. Well, Grant's line is now coming back to haunt him, and he's going to be hoping like hell that the countries that we often compare ourselves to also go into recession along with us in the next four months before the election. Otherwise, he's going to have this very line repeated back to him ad nauseum. And the last thing voters will vote for in an economic downturn like we are right now is someone they suspect might actually have made it worse. Yeah, so it seems like that particular light of the government's has finally run out of gas. Um, that, you know, we're, we're actually doing a lot better than you think. Light. Does that analogy work? Just about works. News Talk Z-Bean. Um, speaking of things, the government said that they will sort but haven't. Uh, youth, mental health. Uh, still, the, the resources allocated haven't been allocated or something. Come on, guys. If you're a school counsellor who's tried to get professional psychological help for the most at-risk kids you're seeing, if you're a parent who is tearing out their hair trying to find somebody, anybody, who can get through to your very distressed child, how long is it taking? Where are you having to go? I heard from one uh, parent that they were driving three times a week from Auckland to Hamilton because that was the only person they could find who had an appointment free for their teenager. And that was paying through the nose and that was going privately. If you have tried to access support and help recently, how successful were you in getting it? And also how effective was that support? Once you got in, did it actually help? 
you know, money was set aside for business owners to access mental health support. Money was set aside for farmers to access mental health support. Have you used it? Is it efficient? When you needed it, when you finally bolstered up your courage and thought, you know what, stuff it. I need to talk to someone. These people should know what they're doing. And you finally get through. Was the help there when it was needed? And where on earth is that $1.9 billion? Yeah, um, something's got to change, isn't it? Something uh, like we all know like heaps of people struggling, like super struggling with mental health issues. But And that's the thing. It's got really, really bad. And there just doesn't seem to be the resource available to help these people. And if, and if you're a person who's had to, you know, try and help somebody through these issues with no, you know, you're, not, you're, you're just a normal person with no training, no skills, and you're trying to blunder your way through, sometimes you make it worse, and not better. I don't know what to do. I don't have any answers. Only questions. News Talk Z-Bean. Questions like, uh, how is it that we just let the gangs keep ganging? Can we not do that anymore, please? Not only that, news crews turn up to pop a microphone under their chins to hear about what a great guy the slain gang leader was. They allowed precious minutes of primetime news to eulogise a mob president. I mean, how did we get here? How did we get the bar so low that that now masquerades as news? I mean, did the news forget that these guys thrive on notoriety? That all that footage and all those kind words about their leader, it's just fueling exactly what the gangs want. I mean, they just played right into their hands. There should have been no footage of gang patches and motorbikes burning rubber, no interviews on how much their leader will be missed and, you know, what they'll do to replace them. No acknowledgement of the gang, other than it being a nuisance to society, behaving illegally, stopping hardworking taxpayers from getting about their own business. The story was the state of this country and how we've fallen victim to gangs ruling the roost. That was the story. Not a promo video for the actual gang. Yeah, um, I can't remember if I said this on air, off air, uh, on the podcast or whatever. But it, I get more and more I get the feeling it's a it's a frog in the pot situation where the, the water just keeps boiling, getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And before you know it, you just accept lawlessness as you, you make exceptions and yeah I'm not into that I don't think News Talk Zepin on to perhaps more mundane issues the price of petrol at the pump you never really know these days do you up down all around just depends on the day what's going on here who sets the price of fuel Jimmy so in, independence like us we, we buy our fuel from, from uh, oil importers and then we put a price, take the price of the market and I think Waitama is doing a pretty good job at being offering a fair price for that and yeah. uh, you know, a fair, a fair question from your callers is um, how, why is some of these big discrepancies and um, you know, our, our, our fuel prices say sometimes they differ by 5-10 cents a litre throughout the country but you know, what we're seeing at the moment is some pretty 
hefty um, spreads between uh, yeah. some markets where you'd have to say maybe there's a little bit less competition there than others. You know, just just looking at a few, you know, like I've, we've had conversations with people in Whanganui, we've had conversations with people in Whangarei, we've had conversations with people in Nelson and other other markets where there aren't any Waitomos and, uh, you know, I'm mm. proud of the fact that when we uh, when we put our price on the on the on the price board, it's uh, what we would consider a fair price. So that's uh, Jimmy from uh, Waitomo Fuel, independent operator. Um, you don't have to go to Waitomo to buy that petrol. Just going to make it clear. There are other places. News Talk Zbean. We're going to finish up here uh, with two of my favourite things, Marcus and food. Good combo. And I think the key to the crumpet, right, because we've got a toaster that deserves to be given a Viking funeral. No, it doesn't deserve a Viking funeral. It just deserves to be buried. But with our toaster, which is terrible, I've had a bath and got out of the bath and Vogel's toast still hasn't popped. It's probably 20 minutes to cook toast. But I think the key to a crumpet, right, is you put it down in the toaster until it takes forever. And then what I do is I, gee, then what I do is I push the lever down again and I put the toaster across the two slots horizontally. Nigel will know what I'm talking about, just to brown the top of it a bit more. Go to Briscoe's big sale on cheap four-slice toasters. James, what? Briscoe's is having a sale? Okay, um, I think there was some good advice in there somewhere. Uh, Life is definitely too short for slow toasters and slow hot water jugs, though, isn't it? And, and And you can read all the wattages and things but you never really know do you until you take it out of the box and turn it on and then you're you're stuck with it or you go yay I've got a good one tricky thing but and for a moment there I thought he'd taken the toaster into the bath with him and, and I don't think that's a good idea that never ends well but luckily that wasn't what the story was I'm Glenn ZB uh, please keep your toaster out of the bath over the weekend and we'll join you back here again for a weekend edition of News Talk ZB on Monday see you then For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.